Ladies and gentlemen, it is another week of Unsportsmanlike here on Know Your News. I am Greg Cherry, alongside the man who loves fantasy football drafts and setting their orders, Jarrett Bailey. Jarrett, uh, what is up? How are things going? Jerry Lambert is giving me hell for that, by the way, all day. You know all so, yeah, me too. Like, I was supposed to draft fifth. Yeah, like, uh, you can even ask Tempest about this because Tempest backed me up. When I said, yeah, I said it, and for some reason, it, it just didn't set. And Tempest said, yeah, Yahoo has done that in the past to me as well. So Tempest is the only one backing me up amongst all this. So I appreciate him. Um, and then earlier on today, during their challenge, I don't know what the hell the challenge is, but they had like a fightful, fightful adjacent draft thing. And Cher yeah. tried drafting me, and Jeremy threw a fit. And it was just an entire ordeal. Um, but yes, we did have a good draft. Like the draft was good. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to complain about where my draft is. Like I got like a C draft. I'm keeping everybody's money is what I've decided. Like that, that my <laughs> roster looks good enough where I think I'm going to win. Well, there you go. Um, but I, I typically try not to pay too much attention to draft scores because like, I, I still feel like even though I drafted 11th, I still have a pretty solid team. Sure. I mean, that's usually how it goes. Like draft order doesn't necessarily if you know what you're doing, it shouldn't matter all that much. Also, I will say my shirt, I don't know if anybody can see this, but it said, remember kids, the highest reward in journalism is getting killed by the CIA. So <laughs> I, I liked that. And I just wanted everybody else to see it. Well, there you go. And mine is a shirt I got for my birthday. The old uh, Pandas WWF logo. That's a good um, as we kick off today, speaking of, well, no, those aren't animals. Those are foods. I have no idea where this transition was going. So you know how we've talked about this before, how the Pirates have like the pierogi race and other teams. Oh, God. Are we seeing another mascot race? We are because the carrot, whoever was playing the carrot, fell down in this race. I believe he got sniped. Yeah. He got, he got taken out at the, uh, at the stem, I guess. This looks old. Like if you told me this is from 2007, I would believe you. <laughs> this was in the last week. Just for a minor league team? Yeah. That, ah, okay. Which might explain the video. Yeah, okay. That explains that explains a lot of it. <laughs> Shooting it off their like MySpace camera or something. Sure. Uh it, it's it's another one of those things. It, this kind of thing is still funny though. I, I, I'm not sure what made him trip. Seeing him, people but, in costumes fall. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like a bad addition of let's make a deal or something, but it, it it's one of those things that it's got to be hard to run in a costume, first of all. Even if you hot. like, yeah, yeah. Plus, it's hot because it's you know August. But yeah, I, I mean, those are always fun. Uh, we're gonna get right into our next play, though, because I mean that one was easy enough. It's it's a mascot falling down, but this one was a little confusing. Um, the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox were playing, and yes, Boston. This is not their first appearance on the show, and it won't no, be their only way appearance. to find Red Sox. Thanks to make fun of. I do. This one isn't as much on the Red Sox. In fact, there's another Boston Red Sox thing that isn't quite on them. But, okay. Um, but uh, as you can see right here, the umpire giving a traditional strike count to a pitch that was thrown. However, this was after a previously called strike and a foul ball. So 
this at bat continued after what would have been strike three. That's fun. Yeah. See, that's something you don't see all the time. Just a um, losing count. Do you remember? I don't remember which game it was. There was an NFL game a few years ago that went to a fifth down. I don't. It was late in the fourth quarter. I, I want to say it was the Buccaneers, but I feel like I'm wrong. Oh no! Um, I remember Tom Brady thought it was third. Thought it was third down, but it was fourth down, and he like held up his four fingers, saying that. I, I remember down. that one. I'm thinking of something different. Ah, um, no, I don't recall a fifth down. But uh, what happened was the when that happened in football, the uh, linesmen, the people who hold the dialer down things on the sidelines, uh, they had a down earlier than what it was on the field. So like the Fox graphics said, Oh, it's third and 10. And the dial down guys had second down. So on the field, they got to run an extra play and scored a touchdown. And all they needed was a uh, PAT to tie. And, you know, it was blocked. So, you know, justice was served as was in this case, because the very next pitch, which would have been strike four, uh, he grounded out to first base. It's one of those things that, you hate to see it happen, especially if it causes somebody to lose in that manner. But the way it ended up, no harm, no foul. Even then, like, I'm not an invested baseball fan. To hell with it. I, I wish you would have hit a home run after it. Really, really just make all the baseball purists angry. I mean, that probably would have been. making baseball purists angry, by the way. <laughs> it's a fun activity. I highly recommend. I mean, we might do that on this show sooner or later. Um, Moving on to the Minnesota Twins and the San Diego Padres. And we're going to go into a couple things with this one. Um, on this play, the ball is hit toward right center field. Pretty routine play, except for the umpire being in the way of the ball and stopping it from going into the outfield. I feel like this happens a lot in baseball, like a decent amount where this isn't weird to me. Like the I mean, being, like they, the ump right there. I don't know what the what his t- official title is. I feel like it's not umpire. It's like base, second base judge or some something like that. Um, I feel like they're always in the way. They're like the uh, the ref that's in the secondary in the NFL. That's yeah. that's what that guy is right there. Is just in the way. The, the thing with the Padres, though, is that it cost them a chance to tie the game. And, and Those are the Padres? What the hell are they wearing? That, that's what I was going to ask you. They look like they're straight up like a 1950s ice cream shop or something. That I looks like something they create in the show as like a joke team and just kind of roll with it because it's funny. Yeah. It, it, I have like, no uh, idea what they were thinking. A, uh, a bright pink and chartreuse helmet that is a uh that's something okay so i feel like i have to tell this story um you're a big do you play like football video games too like i know you're big into like watching the nfl play yeah football. like madden sucks but like the commercial like they're the only game that you can buy so yes i do so many years ago when nfl quarterback club was still a thing um oh, I remember, yes yes um I believe it was QB Club 2000 on the N64. Um, You're taking me back, Greg. Oh, my goodness. So many. I know. 
uh, classic times. I, I let me let me put it this way: the NFL quarterback club '99 theme I have on a playlist in my car, looping that sumbitch for an hour That's because it's so good. It is good. Uh, but in that game, my brother and I created our own football teams, and he had a color scheme of like dark green, dark red, and dark blue. Those don't really match. <laughs> <laughs> they were the ugliest some pitches you've ever seen. I I, I have when you could create teams though in Madden. I think the la- the last one you could do that in was twelve, and then they took it away because EA Sports sucks. What's that? But okay, you know what? I feel like enough people watch this where we can we can help this revolution. I don't know if you watch uh, Soft Drink TV on YouTube, but he his literal entire YouTube, most of it, like. Most of it's just kind of dunking on EA and how their games have just gone to shit yeah. and it's not good anymore. If you haven't, go watch it. It talks about like how old Madden games like have he has some absurd number. It's like eighty some features that used to be in Madden games that aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, comparing it to ESPN two K five, which is by and large the best football game ever created so far. I, I still have the game. I have it and still play it on PS2 every once in a while. It's great. Um so yes, let's apparently like last year's Madden, apparently like it got a little bit better and people had slightly better reviews about it. But if this one sucks, God damn it, <laughs> we can do this. We we can we can make change. We can make the NFL open up the licensing so a different company can make uh, a, a simulation football game. Who who makes the show for base? Is it Sony? <sighs> I think it might be. But the thing is, like, I thought the show for the longest time was X- or PlayStation exclusive. I have it on the Xbox One, so they, I think they opened that up to. Like, you have the new one on the Xbox One. Well, t- even twenty one. Okay, then they must have just recently that because I do remember it was a PlayStation exclusive for a long time. Yeah. They had, I think, Xbox had like two K baseball for a long time, and then that discontinued. Um, but yes. So if, if Sony can make it, if 2K wants to make it, I don't care. Somebody other than EA, look, EA can still keep making their games. That's not to say that they have to stop, but open up the licensing so they have some form of competition. It's like WWE and AEW, Greg Cherry. It, yeah. it, competition makes things better. It does. Like this whole monopoly that EA has on the Madden or the football video game world is horse shit, and I will not stand for it anymore. I'll tell you what. Like, I... In that same vein, I'm excited about the college football game returning. Like I know they did college football great. Yeah, college football games were so much better than Madden. Like up, I don't know. I don't recall a bad college football game. Yeah, here I don't know if it's like an NFL control thing, but like college football games seem to have so much more freedom. Like I, I remember getting the college football games pretty much every year, and. I just enjoyed playing the living shit out of them. They they were yeah, so no, they, were, they were much more fun to play just from like a pure a pure football standpoint. Like mm-hmm. the the physics were more realistic, the gameplay felt more like when I play Madden now, like if I do start doing well, like I feel like we can it's programmed to make me suck, like in unrealistic ways. And plus the physics aren't like the football gameplay is not simulation style football, it's stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense. Guys don't cover the flat. Uh, the reactions are always late. If a quarterback run, they might, I think they fixed this in the last game, but for the longest time, if you scrambled with a quarterback and didn't slide, you fucking fumbled. And it was not, 
There was no exception. It didn't matter who you were. If you ran with the quarterback, you didn't slide, you fumbled. And it was the most annoying thing. Like, I hate EA Sports. I, I don't understand why when I played, whenever I played Madden in the first half, I always tend to be the quarterback in the first half. I always seem to play decent. And in the second half, I throw like four or five picks. It's like, how do the defense, like, I don't run the same play all the time. Like I run different formations, different plays. Why are you, how do you know where I'm throwing to when it's my second, third guy? I remember, I think it was 19 where like, the the middle linebackers could legitimately just jump 30 feet in the air. Oh, not 30 feet, but like oh, past that would in real life very easily go over the top of them by a wide margin. They would just intercept anything you threw over the middle. Um, every game seems to have a significant flaw. Every game seems to be buggy. But still going to play it this year. See how it is. Like last year, yes, there was a little bit of an upgrade with the franchise mode with like the scouting stuff and whatnot. I need to see more though. Give, give me a pregame show. Give me a postgame show. Give me all this fun stuff that you could use that you don't use anymore because you're lazy and you don't care about football. You care about microtransactions and an ultimate team and kids using their parents' credit cards to buy shit. Yeah. Like that's, that's, EA. This is for you. It's on sale. It's it's free. You can take it and just shove both my fingers up your perennial asses until you make something better. There, there's your yeah. thumbnail. God oh. almighty. Yeah, there you go, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh my. Or whomever God. makes us our our stuff. I don't remember. There's an entire team of people here. Whether it's yeah, Melissa or I don't know who's gonna be. I, th- I think it. it might be Rob. He, he's gonna have. It a might be Rob. Rob. That's what I'm saying. He's it gonna have a Rob. field day with this one. It'll either um, be Rob or Melissa or somebody who make that. But you are welcome. For a six minute rant on the for a six minute rant on Madden. Yeah. Well, last week, last week it was Ohio that we dumped out. We talked about Slippery Rock for a while, which was nice for me. We did, yeah, yeah. Now it's Madden. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Welcome. <laughs> uh, do you just want the rest of the platform to be F Madden, and we don't even cover the rest of the stuff? I, I mean, we still got stuff to cover, but. Um, I, I mean, look, I will. I could go for a while on it. <laughs> I, be, I believe you, you should do it feels like a dissertation almost the reason yeah, like, yeah, how, uh, Takesha did a dissertation on the German suplex uh, I can do a dissertation on, on, on why Madden sucks yes oh my um, going back to baseball uh, so the New York Mets oh, I want to go back to baseball Greg I know, I know. Like you're, you're so passionate. I don't want to take the Madden stuff yeah, away. Not even that, man. It's just oh, this. Once we hey, hit listen, point of the, the Hall summer, of Fame right? game just the Hall of Fame game just happened. There wasn't any. If we don't have something for that in here, I'm gonna be kind of sad. There wasn't anything like explosive as far as the Hall of Fame game goes. The weather sure. delay. That, I feel like that was. Uh, if there is a God in, in heaven, that was him. Just like. I was <laughs> just screwing everybody. Like, oh, you want football? Watch this. <laughs> hey, we get preseason football this week, okay? It's we it's do. not just one game. So. Like I said, I'll be there. I'll be tweeting about it, telling everybody how good or bad all these Steelers quarterbacks are. We're not we're not going to know till like they walk out of the tunnel who's the starting quarterback week one, are we? That's another story for another day. Oh, I, I mean, we're we're already into the weeds. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it gonna, yes. 
I mean, Trubisky is listed as the starter on the depth chart, but how much does that mean, really? Um, the Mets and uh, Washington played each other. I, I almost wanted to call them the Expos. They haven't been the Expos in how long? I remember um, when they first became the Nationals. I was so confused. I was in like first grade or whenever first. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize like, hey, we're gonna call them the Washington Nationals, even though we stole them from Canada. Hey. Yeah. Expos had such a good logo too. Yeah. It, it was, I feel like somebody like did, did Vladimir Guerrero play for the Expos? That sounds about right. Am I imagining that? If, or, or he, if he didn't, it was the Blue Jays. I'll have to look. Or am I thinking of Jose Batista? Jose Batista played for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I know Jose Batista definitely played for the Blue Jays. This is why we need football to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Vladimir Guerrero and Jose Batista. Yes. Um Anyway, uh, fielding issues happened in this game because, as you can see, um, if you're going to throw to second base, you know you might want to aim at second base. You threw that. You could, uh, it was it was one of the Nationals because was, 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 was it an attempted steal situation? No, this was a it was a hit the third. And you know. The, oh, okay, okay, okay. I can see. Yeah, okay. So yeah, was it was hit the third. The ball was mishandled uh, upon picking it up. Okay. So yeah. Hooray for baseball follies! <laughs> I don't That's know what else to say about it. Um, well, we're going to continue in that same vein because uh, I messed up the order of this, but who cares? Um, Joe Adele did his best Bill Buckner impression when the oh, played the Angels. Uh, he tried to get the ball coming off the wall, and it went right underneath his legs, right through his legs. Tried oh, to throw a hole. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck yeah! That's my that's my Canadian impression. Do you like that? Oh, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, is, is that Tempest approved? I don't know. You'll have to ask Tempest. It's more of like my Russell Peters impression of him doing a Canadian impression. It's just funny. Oh, oh fuck yeah. I, I love how we go for, you know, it's like, who do we know in Canada that can verify this? Oh, here's this one guy that we know. Tempest doesn't really have a Canadian accent either, though. No, he doesn't. Um, okay, so you brought this up to me because we talked about this before the show and I want to explain this, the is cereal soup thing. Yeah. Like you tweeted about it earlier and you were like talking about like mythical kitchen and stuff. Good mythical morning. Yeah. I was just, I, like I said, I watched good mythical morning. So like I, I understood the reference that you were making and I watched mythical kitchen stuff. So like I get what you were talking about. I just didn't know this, how this would relate to us. So Delvin cook was on the rich Eisen show and it, Okay. Dur yeah, during the interview, he was brought up this tweet from Aaron Jones. Okay. So Aaron Jones asked his cereal soup, and Rich Eisen and Dalvin Cook had like a good minute and a half, two-minute conversation on this. Okay. And, and, I, and Dalvin Cook kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, he could see it happening, but he doesn't think that, you know, soup can be cold. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, well... Two things make it not soup. One, it's cold. Two, soup has broth. Cereal doesn't have broth, it has milk. So I will say definitively, no, it's not soup. See, I'm the weird one who doesn't have milk in the cereal, so I really have no horse in this race. 
you just eat it out the bag then, or do you pour it into a bowl? And well, I put I put it into a bowl and then eat it that way. With a spoon. Just, what's that? With a spoon still or with your hands? Yeah, with a spoon. I mean, mini wheats I don't do with a spoon because like yeah, you can just but with like frosted flakes and you know Cheerios and stuff like that. Do you not like milk? I don't like my cereal getting soggy. And then eat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks. That's a simple solution. <laughs> Uh, there, there is an exception though, because you know I'm a child. Count Chocula. That's the exception. Like I don't mind having milk in that cereal. Here's the thing: you can always just like put more milk in if you run. Like just put a little bit of milk in. Then Here, different cereals get. You, you watch *The Mythical Morning*. They've done the experiment. Uh, yeah, they've done that. Soggier, faster. Like if, if we're talking fruity pebbles, yeah, you gotta eat those shits fast because they'll get you'll get to the bottom and it feels like you're you know. That gross thing where it's like not even chew it's not even chewy, it's not hard, it just literally sits there where it's just soggy and gross. Mm. Like I understand that. Yeah. Um there's different milk to cereal levels that you need to use for different cereals. Like because I've got um oh, what the hell is it? It's like the corn puffs with the rat with a fruity marshmallow, not even marshmallows, they're hard too. I don't know what the hell the name of it is. Uh, but I've got those. And I can eat those shits all day because they they stay pretty hard with even with a good amount of milk. Um, as long as we agree that the cereal comes before the milk, yeah, using yeah, yeah, because you have you have to know like, yeah, whenever you put you put cereal in the bowl first, yeah, and then like you have to basically measure like how much milk you need. If you put milk in the bowl before cereal, you're a sociopath. <laughs> I don't think I know anybody who does that, or at least no way that's... The only time that you should be pouring milk onto cereal is if you're going back for a second bowl, and you just want to get it. Yeah, if it's already there after your first bowl, that's that's a different yeah. story. But like, if, yeah. if if you're initiating the milk first... Right. What show is this? <laughs> yeah, I just... I, I'm trying to think of, like, cereals that I... Or, do you have cereals that you genuinely don't like, or might um, find overrated? Like, I like cinnamon toast crunch, but it's not my favorite to eat. At, that like, one's I'll, a milk. Eat it, I'll eat it without milk. With milk, I'm I don't like it really in milk. Yeah, that, that one's a good one without milk. Yeah, they get soggy pretty quick. Yeah, and then they lose like their their flavor because part of that. Flavor well, the cinnamon milk afterwards is like your reward. Yeah. See that's that's why I like it with Count Chocula because you know it's it becomes. Other recent as a kid. I haven't had Reese's Puffs in so long. Anything puff is usually really like I like corn puffs. I like Reese's Puffs. I like cocoa puffs. I do. I love those commercials growing up. I was such a big fan of the cuckoo for cocoa puffs commercials. Yeah. Those things freaking ruled. They don't make, do they make those still? Like the commercial like I don't really watch much oh, of like I don't watch much of like cable TV unless it's like sports. It, it, it's also so probably really the programming that we watch. Because yeah, we don't watch too watch the shows that would typically have the commercials. I started watching the uh, like early to mid 2000s uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or show on Paramount Plus. And I'm yeah. starting like each time like it goes to like an ad break, it's all these like things for like Nerf guns and shit. <laughs> uh, throws you. It takes do you have, do you remember the Daniels Crush Cups? It was like yogurt and like a normal yogurt cup, but you didn't use a spoon. Like the two sides of it were like where you squeeze it, you just like it's basically just a smoothie, I guess. 
for kids. I, Maybe I'm thinking anyway, Colin Dylan Sprouse were like the spokespeople for it. And they talked about like this Caribbean cruise you could win. And I yeah. don't know if anybody ever won it, but I've never heard of anybody actually winning this damn thing. I, I feel like all of those contests that they advertise are, are a scam. I've never heard anybody win any of them. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like they're all they're all total BS. Yeah. It's like, hey, just buy our cereal, you could win this. It's like who has actually won that? DM me on Twitter if you've actually won one of those contests and show me the proof because I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> All right, real quick, back to baseball before we get to our final thing. Um, Christian Vasquez uh, was a player on the Boston Red Sox for many, many years, won a championship with them. He got traded, uh, didn't he? he? He did get traded. And he found out that he got traded right before the series with the Astros. He got traded to the Astros. Huh. So right before their series began, he finds out he's no longer with Boston. He's with Houston. I mean, hey, there's worse things to find. Like, we've, we've talked, aren't the Astros, like, good this year? And the Red Sox apparently aren't. So, I mean, if anything, that should be a good day at the office, shouldn't it? I mean, I feel like Houston is pretty up there. Um, I will, I will verify that because I, I know the Yankees are no longer the best team in baseball. I'll see that happen before, like the hockey trade deadline too, where like guys will be like skating on the ice and they'll find out, hey, you just got traded, and so they'll like go get undressed and get out of whatever city they're in. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like an Antonio Brown situation where he just leaves halfway through the game. Right. Right. MLB standings. I, f I feel like the Astros are pretty up there. I was going to say, I thought that we talked about this where the Astros were good and Boston wasn't. Yeah, Astros lead the AL West by a significant yeah. margin. They, so they are Christian 11 Vasquez. games ahead of the Mariners. Yeah, so good for Christian Vasquez. Yeah. So, so he moved up. And out. So wait, Red Sox are actually... Did one of the reporters tell him? Um, I don't know if it was one of his players or one of the reporters or something because they asked him the question and he he basically just said it's a business and then like people from the red sox like took him away from the interviewers so he could you know i don't know like the process or whatever right right i just thought that the red sox are at the bottom of the al east like the very they're below the orioles that's impressive orioles i want to laugh um I don't know what's going on in Boston. I mean, we've we've covered numerous of their errors of not being able to even find the ball. Sure. But our last last play of the week, I do want to say, if you want to send in a chat, go do that to KYN Chats, um, and we'll read it out on the air. So are you a fan of country music at all? Yes, actually I am. So I, I feel like I, the more I grow up, like, uh, the more I evolve, the more I look like I like country music. Like, now I've got, like, a mustache and, like, this bottom thing. Like, I look like I'm the biggest Morgan Wallen fan alive. Uh, do you know who Justin Moore is? I know of him, yeah. Okay. So, Justin Moore had Diamond Dallas Page come to one of his concerts. Oh. And uh, DDP got up on stage and, just as kind of like a gag, tried to do the diamond cutter on Justin Moore. And this is how it looked. Oh, God, that's... 
That's worse it, than the Stone Cold McMahon stunner thing at, at this past mania. Yeah, I mean it's it's about that level. It's it's Here's not good. PDP is such a good human being. Where like I don't care that this sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like he can do no wrong in my eyes. He's such a good person. Yeah, I I mean I don't really listen to a lot of Justin Moore, but like I know that you know, who he is. Um, I don't know. I listen to like a lot of um, like mid two thousands country. Some current stuff. Like there's a lot of current stuff that I enjoy. Um, but more like yeah, like mid two thousands. I like Kenny Chesney a lot. Well, there you go. Who do I like from here? You know, let me pull up my like country music playlist and just name people that I enjoy. Yeah. Also, DDP isn't he like seventy? He should not be doing a diamond cutter. Not in no a way. Seventy. He's. Oh look. Might be in the sixties. I believe sixties. Diamond Dallas Page. How old are you, Diamond Dallas Page? Let's find out. Uh, he is 66. 66. Okay. That's, okay. That's so, older than I thought he was. Yeah. He, he's on the other half of the 60s. I, I figured 70 might have been too old. but Right. Yeah. Okay. Even then, late 60s, mid to late 60s, trying to take a bump on a stage, which stages are not padded. Right. For lack of a better term. But even attempting that is not a good idea. All right. I've got my country stuff pulled up. Oh. I fucking love Toby Keith. <laughs> it, it's too bad we can't do the throwback to you know when he suplexed Jeff Jarrett. I, I can't I can't take credit for how funny that is to say that my roommate came down like the stairs one day because he was listening to Toby Keith in the shower. Yeah. And I was like, You're listening to Toby Keith? And he just says, I fucking love Toby Keith. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. So uh, I like Toby Keith a lot. Uh Tim McGraw. Luke Combs is great. Um Zach Brown band. Zach Brown band's great. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I tweeted this too. Um, there's a lot of times where like if I'm home alone, I'll turn on colder weather. That's like my song of choice just to sing. And I'll just go off in the shower to a sold out crowd of imaginary people. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Um, who else? Hardy, uh, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. There's a few like chalk names in there that I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I like country music a good amount. Yeah. All right. That is going to do it for this week's on Sportsman Like Jarrett. Let people know where they can find you. Uh, it says over there at J Bailey NFL on Twitter. I keep itching my nose. And it's, I'm going to go over here for a minute. Jesus. Keeps being itchy. Okay. At J Bailey NFL on Twitter. Um, a lot of stuff coming football wise um, in terms of player interviews for Sports Illustrated USA Today. New article coming came out today on 33rd team, so go read that. Uh, we'll do an episode of the Pump Fake later on this week. So, yes, all of that on Twitter at jbaileynfl um, is where, like I guess I tweet out all my stuff, so you'll find it there as well. There you go. You can find me at Greg Cherry Brand. You can find me every Wednesday on the Greg Cherry Show over on the Greg Cherry Brand on YouTube. I am $90 away from having to defend my championship in a 10-man gauntlet. I, I made a mistake. <laughs> Wait, so what, what was the so condition for that? The donation goal for the month of August was $300. And I am $90 away from hitting that. I did not okay. realize how badly people wanted me to defend my championship. And looking at it now, I should have asked for more. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But, yeah, it's it's too late now, and I might have to 
it's not looking good for me, needless to say. But, you know, it, yeah, it could fall off. Tell you what, I'll host if you do. I mean, I'm sure you could come up with questions like the guy who normally hosts it is going to have to come up with at least 180 wrestling trivia questions. Why am I many? Because it's a 10-man gauntlet and it's 20 questions per match. So nine matches and oh. Oh, on second thought I'll watch. <laughs> Trust me, I had to run I've done two 16-man tournaments, written <sighs> 300 plus questions. That's each impressive. one of them. That takes yeah, that takes a lot. I, I applaud you for it. It's mentally draining, and then having to defend my championship after the fact against the person who won the thing. Look, I get tired. Not even tired, but like I just get bored of creating stuff for when I do trivia bowl. Like that much. My God. Yeah, and I film those episodes once a week. It's like. Week after week after week, and I had to have all three hundred questions done before I started the tournament. That's no, that takes uh, good for you for that. <laughs> that that's why if this gauntlet happens and I retain through it all, I'm retiring with something. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. Um, yeah, don't do that ever again. Yes, Jack of all trades is more fun anyway. Um, Jack of all trades is fun. Yes, I'm progress like. It, it, if it stays linear, like I finished last in the first appearance, and the tag team, me and Cher got third. So, yes, like, whenever I'm on next, it's should be second. And then after that, I should win. Yeah. As long as there are no audio rounds, you should be fine. Yeah, fuck those. <laughs> it's not even the audio rounds, it's just the fact that it was like 8 bit and I couldn't. Yeah. That happens. Anyway, thank you all for joining us for Unsportsmanlike. We will be back next week after the first week of preseason games. First full week of preseason games, I should say. Oh, yeah, that should give us a lot of content. I hope so. Especially because it's not all going to be first stringers. That should yeah, bring no, we're going to see people make mistakes and get cut because of it. Yeah. That's not much that, but that's what will happen. But we will see all of that coming to you next week. Monday, 8.30 Eastern, right here on Know Your News. For Jared Bailey, I'm Greg Cherry. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I click the subscribe button. You really should, too. If you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.